Ready Check Radio. Good evening, Internet. It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here, over on Ready Check Radio, it's time for the Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix podcast. Hope you'll join us sometime. Twitch.tv slash Ready Check Radio. I'm your host, Mike Byrne. As always, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on all the uh, uh, different podcast platforms, we appreciate it. While you're there, give us a like, a thumbs up, a subscribe, a follow, a comment, whatever the hell it is that feeds the algorithms on the platforms you're watching. It's fast, easy, and free, and we certainly appreciate it. If you want to, though, and you're not sure where the socials are, readycheckradio.com, right there, that website. You can uh, find all the socials in the upper right-hand corner. You might have a peek at the Ready Check Games store. I don't I don't know. There's nothing on the page yet, but <laughs> I officially have the paperwork. We'll just leave it at that until we're ready to yeah. talk more. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have the paperwork paperwork. It has not been received in my mailbox but i have the online versions and that's good enough some swag so, coming some stuff huh? some stuffs some stuffs chat talking about their cars <laughs> mazda 5 the mom mobile offer i'm not even going to tell you how many years we drove minivans uh, <laughs> so you're fine with your mazda 5 uh, joining me to talk about Final Fantasy XIV, Square Enix and all kinds of other stuff including the launch for spoken we got such a great show for you tonight very much appreciate chat being here to throw their opinions in. Some of them have played Forspoken and have already chimed in, so we'll get to those as well. Mr. Chris Montoya, what's up, Tarkov? Greetings, programs. You know, with the reviews coming in for Ready Check Radio, like we're getting words like fantastic, stunning, <laughs> beautiful. You know, I, I, I'm just happy to be a part of this channel and this show, so. <laughs> Let's go. That Let's might go. make a little more sense later. So we'll go ahead and introduce <laughs> Mr. Adam Lane, the Kronos One. What's up, sir? What's going on? Look at Not look, too much. Look at all of that fucking Eagles paraphernalia. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes in like, what's up? Yeah, you know what weekend it is. It's time. Yeah. It's time. It's time. He doesn't allow himself to get, you know, above happy until they're in the Super Bowl. No, so. until they've won. Have until you, they have win. You met a, have you met an Eagles fan? Yeah. It's all the same. <laughs> That's true. I tried to go to the game, but the tickets were way too expensive. Yeah. yeah. I saw they were like eight fifty for absolute for nosebleeds. Nose yeah. Before parking. <laughs> Parking's like a couple hundred dollars. So Jesus. Yeah, that's like more than double what I spent going. In. I went in 2017 when they beat the Vikings. I was there. It was I, more than double. I just thought it was really nice of the Giants to let their practice squad get some time in like I a know, really right? important yeah. game. You know, just building up that experience. That was really nice of them. Uh, uh, the Giants there doing, you know, just put the practice squad out. And then I also like Jacksonville keeping it a game. Like not a lot of people expected that to be a game. And granted... I don't think they were ever really in it, but let alone win the AFC South. But I they mean. kept it. But they kept it close enough that you were like, "I got to watch this to the end." You know, it's close enough mm -hmm. that I got to watch this to the end. Some some good games this past weekend, and and a couple of bad ones. So we'll I don't see. Know. I, that season's been over for a couple weeks for me. So bad, I don't know, whatever. Bad, bad, bad is subjective when you're the team that, that wins, <laughs> but it wins by thirty. Right, right. You're watching that. Yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. what is going on? And then the Bills, you know, did did Bills stuff. So. Uh, Edge. Yeah, that that was that was not great. Uh, but you know, we'll see what happens. Championship games this weekend. Then, of course, we have the reworked 
All-Star, or not All-Star Weekend, but that's essentially what it is, Pro Bowl uh, Games Weekend with flag football and the skills competitions coming back. And then on my birthday, the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Sunday, February 12th. Uh, speaking of, if we're going to talk about February 12th, February 16th, no show. Uh, we're going to take that week off. I know Kronos has something going on on his personal schedule. It's my birthday week anyway, so I love you all, but I'll go do some stuff with the family. We're going to take the 16th off here on the Relic Grind. Everything else, before, after, and all the other shows, as normal, nothing changes. Just going to take the 16th off here. So, gents, let's talk about uh, 6.31. I know there's not a lot to talk about. Uh, the big the big thing, obviously, being the ultimate. Uh, Tark, I believe the last update we had was you were basically searching for a new group. H- have you grouped up? Have you oh. found people? Are you Have you been in there yet? Like, what's your personal status? <laughs> uh, personal status is I've kind of... So, I have a group. Uh, we've been piecing together pieces, you know, for the last like month and a half um we are working to get our last two people their actual pads clears so they can go into omega um i still think that that they should probably eliminate that i don't know why that that's a thing um but regardless um we're trying to get those clears hopefully tonight or sunday night so that we can go in week two there'll be some strats out I haven't really been watching i've just been focusing on trying to get these two people up to snuff so we can get in there all right, so we'll look for updates future weeks. I know some of your group was also taking breaks, leaving for a little while, doing other things, Kronos. So what is the status? Have you been in there? Oh. Is it with your regular group? Uh, have you made changes? Have you find an alternate group? What What's going on for you? We've we've filled. Uh, we always wait a week uh, because, I mean, if, you wa- if you've been watching right now, there's like a bit of a snafu where like there's people think there's a bit of a debate mechanic going on right now. So... There might be some relearning of a previous phase that people have already cleared. And we try to avoid that because <laughs> it's like time. <laughs> it's just time that you have to use to like relearn. Um, so we usually wait a week. So I think we're either going in Sunday night or Tuesday. I don't know if it's been decided yet, but that one of those days will be our first day. But we, we have a full group ready to go. We, we actually don't have a world first clear yet. Um, no, we're, we're still in process. Neverland, I believe the last time I checked, and you guys can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they were in like the unknown final phase that they are not streaming. Uh, so we're kind of have to wait for other teams to to stream that. But they were pretty far in it, but had not gotten the clear yet. Yeah, we don't know if they're on the last phase or not. Most people, I think, are they're on like it's... The, what the P5 phase, I think. Yeah, most I think the the theory. Is it's at least six phases? Um, we don't know though. We just we don't know. Uh, and then right now there are people that are on phase four, but a lot of people are theorizing that it's not the real phase four, that it's like fake, and that we're doing a mechanic incorrectly. So the phase four that we're seeing isn't the real. That's the theory right now. Is that the phase that people are trying to figure out isn't what we're supposed to be seeing because we're not doing a previous mechanic correctly almost kind of uh, similar to like the codex right yeah newest girl most of the top five ish uh teams going after world first are in the p4 phase neverland has hit the p5 phase that at that point they stopped streaming no i don't, <laughs> I don't they, they haven't streamed they haven't streamed at all yeah they they're yeah. not um I, i'm not gonna make it's, any accusation about mods they may or may not use i don't it, know 
But it's not even they're, a mod they're thing, also one of those those groups that is very private as far as not yeah, wanting to tip I'm, strats to other teams. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying they don't use mods, but it's not really the reason that people don't stream typically is because Final Fantasy, the way the raids are designed, it's very like puzzly. So like if I figure it out and I'm ahead of you, you'll catch and up I'm streaming, very quickly. Then basically you figure it out by watching me. So like and, and you know, I mean people want to win, so they're gonna like be watching other people's streams. So all the streamers are obviously watching all the other streamers. And now we've gotten to the point where like these eight man raid groups are now like 12 people and they have four people that just do like they're watching people's streams or they're like coming up with strats while the other people, all the eight people are playing. And so a lot of, not a lot, but a decent amount of the really good groups and most of the groups that end up winning don't stream for that reason, because they, they gives them an advantage basically like, Keep their get ahead and stay ahead. Yeah, and none yeah. of this is out of the ordinary as far to as far as the Final Fantasy uh, World First races. The way the way yeah, they it work. happens every, every a, a lot of the teams will stream like seventy five percent of the content and then shut it down if nobody has beaten beyond that in a race to finish things off. the The ultimates they may shut them down a little earlier. Um, the the first raids and savages and stuff they kind of do the same thing. Right now, according to FF logs, we've got Neverland in first. Getting P5 uh, down 87.6%. Otter Nuts, Kindred, Alice in Abyssos, and No CCHH in that order from two through five have all been through P4 at various percentages from 32 to 70. So that's where we stand right now. If P5 is the final, what do you what do you think as far as completion time? On average, we've been seeing Kronos anywhere from about four days to sometimes as long as six to seven days, but generally a week. Uh, yeah. Is that going to happen here? I, I think we're looking at least, like if I had to bet, I'd probably say Monday or Tuesday, but like earliest I would say is Sunday would be my guess. So you think they will, they will, somebody will ping it as usual before reset. I I think just judging off what we've seen so far, this is probably, this is, probably a shorter fight than dsr by several minutes like if i had to guess i'm going to say this is probably like a 16 to 18 minute fight whereas dsr if you count the door boss is 21 minutes so that's substantial i think uh, it's not easy though like i mean these the dps checks look a lot harder than i thought they were going to be yeah particularly um, so when yoshi be... p and team went into it saying we think dsr is harder and yeah. at the end of now, the day it may be overall but the DPS yeah. checks, I would agree with you, have seemed to have been a lot tighter than yeah. I thought they were going to be. I, I think it's basically mainly the phase one. The phase one DPS check is no joke. Um, probably one of the hardest ones I've seen that we've ever had, just for phase one. And then you kind of get like a little break, but you still mechanically have some really difficult stuff in phase two. And then phase three kind of amps back up again. And if, if phase three is how people are thinking it's going to be and we can't use DPS LB, then that's going to make that even harder. So it'll be interesting to see how it, but obviously like better strats are going to come out. We're still only like two days in. Yeah. I mean, this is just, all these strats are yeah. only two days old. So yeah, we're talking the world first race, not the, Hey, now the run is optimized. And Tark, I think we got through that entire <laughs> section without yeah. giving you any spoilers or help. <laughs> so I, we have I've helped you meet here and there. We've helped you meet your goal of staying away from the content as much as possible <laughs> while still being on the show today. <laughs> Like, I know what the first three phases are, and, I mean, there's, there's no spoilers with those first three phases. Uh, I kind of do want to be, you know, surprised when four and five come up, but... Oh, you're um, going to be surprised. 
Yeah. Oh, you're going to be surprised with a, a big tank buster oh. right to your face. <laughs> I'm like, all, all I know is uh, PlayStation's back. Yay. Everyone loves that. It's harder this time, I think. Yeah, it's harder this good, time. Good stuff. I think so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, all right. Valentino's event coming back. No surprises there. Love is in the air, baby. It's coming on back. This is the time it's going to kick off on, uh, what, February? I forget the date. What's the date? I think the it was 14th? the 4th. No, it's earlier than no, that, No, that's right? Valentine's Day. February 1st. Yeah, February it's 1st. The first. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was it's the It actually day. ends on the 15th. So the yeah. day after Valentine's Day, no love for anybody anymore. Event is over. What is on the uh, table here? You've got your eat chocolate emote. You've got your uh, Valentine's heart desk as far as your um, decor items go. And then you have gear. And newest girl in chat saying, yeah, the, the, the dress is very cute. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, if you are a glamour king or queen or just a glamour buff, uh, great glamour here for you to go and grab. A little bit of an upset point with this though yeah yeah it, the gear is gender specific again and they've been getting away from this for a while now like they they don't yeah, generally it, do gender specific gear anymore haven't for a while I uh you even you always seen patch notes they'll have a long list of stuff that they've unlocked gender wise yeah. and now is available for both so yeah and the guy out here in the cash shop like, caused this too right her her dress was gender locked wasn't it I think uh, a lot of cash up ones still yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. What's weird, and so people are getting pissed at this one because why, you know, most gear isn't anymore. You're unlocking a bunch of them. And then on top of that, Tark, data miners found that it actually wasn't intended to really be gender locked as far as in the data itself. It has the ability to not be gender locked, but they purposely gender locked it into a male and a female version. So you will get the version for the character you are on when you complete the event. So I am just disappointed. I can't wear my Valentine's dress when I step into Omega. I mean, it's just absolutely disrespectful. I think you just lost a group. Like if any of them watch this show, I think you just lost your group. They're they're done. They're done. No. No, they know I'm eccentric anyways. So. It's very weird. I like this is one of those things too. That's like I personally don't care. I'm not a glamour guy, so whatever. Okay, I'm I'm on my female Makote. Great. I got I got the female gear. I, I don't care. But I can definitely see why it would upset some. And I could certainly see why it would upset some Kronos if in the data mind material, <laughs> this yeah. isn't technically a gender locked piece by default. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, they've done this a few times with other things, but it's pretty bad. Like, just, I mean, just don't do it. It's really easy not to do it. I, I don't get it. And they've already been everything... moving away from it. It's not like they're, <laughs> yeah. it's not like it's something that they're like, oh, we've never, you know what? Thanks for bringing that to our attention. We'll see if we can do something with our systems. They've been going back and fixing all of that because yeah. they already knew it was an issue. So to do it on, Outfits that people definitely want, that are very nice cosmetically and glamour-wise, that are free from the event that anybody can go do, that you want people to go do, on the characters that they want to play. I mean, this almost forces you to, like, man, I really want that dress, but I've got to go play an alt or because my main is male in the game. Like, 
It's very weird. <laughs> it's very what an odd like I don't I think I agree with you guys. Like when you do it on the cash shop, okay, people know what they're getting and it's an optional purchase. And it still sucks. It still shouldn't be gender locked, I don't think. But at least you know, hey, you know what? I don't want that dress. You know, it's five bucks and my character's male. I'm not gender changing just to get that 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 cool dress. This is an in-game event, Tark. An annual in-game event. <laughs> I, I, and and the thing is, we'll see in the patch notes in about a year that they fixed it. It's <laughs> exactly. Like, like, do it right the first time, knuckleheads. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Copium. We also Copium. saw, though, in the notes for 631 and Valentino's event and the different stuff that was coming out, we also saw a very small side note that said the Mog Station and the online stores payment processor is changing. Uh, mm -hmm. And this is going to basically coincide near the Valentine's event. So if you use the Mog Station, which we do for managing our subs, or if you use the online store and you have a payment on file, payment mechanism, a credit card or whatever on file, you're going to be fine. You don't have to do anything. Your subscription will just roll over. The next time you want to make changes, whether it's to the amount of time you're subscribing, the card you want on file, the payment method, you'll be dealing with a new processor. So understand that. And while this isn't probably going to affect many people here watching this show in the West, uh, there are some payment methods, particularly ones used more in the East, uh, that are no longer being accepted. So if you have those payment methods, you will need to go and take some action on your account when the payment processor changes. Why am I bringing this up? Who cares? Well, Targ, I mean, it was just, it feels like just last week. I mean, you know, just it last feels week like the week before? Just last week, the week before, last, week. <laughs> last, last week, we, we talked about some rumors. And uh -huh. one of those was the long-rumored subscription unification possibility between 14 and 11. Now, this doesn't mean that they're making the MOG station, they're, they're changing to the processor that uses 11. If anything, they should have changed it the other direction if that was the yes. plan. But the fact yes. that they are changing a processor here, does this give you a little more hope for a subscription unification, or is it just totally coincidental that the, the rumor came out and they happen to be doing this at the same time? Or in the future weeks, month, should we be watching to see if there's a payment processor change on Final Fantasy XI's side as well? What do you think? Okay, so in, in, in the vacuum of just this one item, I think it's just coincidental. Um, if we get information, and I talked about this with some friends, like, I don't see them doing a Unity unless they do, and I talked about this last week, unless they, like, rebuild the game, do the, the, a rebirth type of deal. Um, there's no reason to change and fix the whole back end on 11 and merge it into Mog Station, provide that, you know, subscription bundle, unless you're going to provide something new in 11 that's going to make people want to say, oh, I want to try this out. Because if if they merge them together, it, it doesn't make me want to just play 11 all of a sudden. I'm not going to add that to a bundle. But if they make a reborn, rebirth situation... Yeah, I will give it a try and I will get that bundle for a month or two, see how it is. Um, so I think this is coincidental. 
But like you said, if they do something on the play online and they're matching what's happening now on Mog Station, maybe that l- lends a little more credence to the situation. Kronos, thoughts? I think it's coincidental, personally. Uh, I think you're all, all freaking wrong. You're all freaking <laughs> wrong! I hope for your I hope for your sake I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I know you've been talking no, about this I, for yeah yeah. I honestly years thought and years it was I thought it was going to be part of the 20th anniversary of Vanna DL's announcement. Yeah. I thought that was going to be their big announcement because knowing that they weren't going to do much with the game, if anything, it looked like at that time with the mobile remaster, redo, re HD, pretty it up uh, partnership that had ended, so it kind of put the stake in getting any real update to the game itself so i thought well if you want to announce something big for the 20th anniversary which they kept saying they wanted to that was really your only thing left um Mm -hmm. and unless you intend to shut 11 down there's zero downside besides maybe a couple of bucks to change the payment processing piece on 11 over to final fantasy 14s there's zero downside to linking them. There's only upside. You're not going to lose any of your FF11 players by unifying them. In fact, maybe some of them will now throw in a few extra bucks to check out 14 if they've always avoided it because they're 11 babies with their friends. That's fine. Maybe some 14 people in between patches will spend the extra two or three bucks, four bucks a month, whatever it was, and check out 11 if they've never done it nostalgia hounds like me that still play 11 between patches and sub up and drop that sub periodically it would be infinitely easier to get a couple bucks out of me every month so to me there was nothing but upside unless you planned to shut final fantasy 11 down to spending a few bucks to change and i say a few bucks knowing that it's it's not a small expense but it is as far as square enix's pocketbook uh to update the payment thing I agree with both of you, though. I think, as as silly as I want to be, and as much as I think it's an intelligent idea, I think this is coincidental. I think the real thing to watch is if Final Fantasy XI changes a payment processor. Um, because if they change payment processor, and it's anybody but the processor they're putting 14 on, then you know it's dead in the water. And if they change the processor to the same payment processor, they've literally taken away their own only excuse to why they haven't done this already which means they're paving the way to do it and i don't think the only thing i disagree with you tark on is i don't think it necessarily has to come with a rework or a revamp or an update of 11 to do it because there is no potential downside besides the initial spend to change processors you either make nothing extra or you make extra it's it's one or the other i don't know I don't know. I'm still holding out hope. Yeah, I'm still holding out. No, hope. I'm I'm hopeful for it too. And maybe you know, with that supposed announcement we get on the seventh or whatever, that we get some good news regarding eleven. Yeah, bet, I'm, I'm hopeful for you. Bet we have a show that week. Bet <laughs> <laughs> we're taking the sixteenth off, not the ninth. <laughs> we we will be here I'll February ninth. Because <laughs> if there is a show on the seventh. A lot of us are going to be stunned. Um, I might need to do something live on uh, uh, for that. Just, just the fact that and... they go live with a show on the seventh, I'd be like, "Holy shit!" Something was right. Like the rest of it could 
totally be wrong. And I'd be like, damn. Like, if you want to do a show on the seventh and, and live react, I'm there for it. So what's that? A two it's a Tuesday. Yeah. You know what? I will do it with you. Yeah. If if they actually do some 35th anniversary stream announcement thing and it is on the seventh, as the leak says. Yeah, you and you and I and, and Kronos, if you're available, obviously, all three of us can jump on. We'll do a live react to it. That might be a raid day for me, but if that's it's fine. not, that's I'm, fine. I'm, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, no pressure. It'll be totally an optional thing. Last thing before we leave, uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Congratulations to Fusion. Uh, got his house. I saw it on Twitter. My boy, Andrew, uh, he was here for Jeopardy, which we still have to have the final round of that. Um, got his house. Tark, I don't think we actually got the update from you. How did your 50-50 chance go when we parted ways on the last show? This sounds bad. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it didn't end as a 50-50 chance. It ended as a 25% chance, and I didn't win. So I have this 40 mil sitting in my pocket, and I'm like, I just want a house. There's a house right next to my our house, right on my yes. server, boy, the, if you the, want one. The good right news is, is that so many people moved you know, residential districts yeah. um, that when the next lotto comes up, there's going to be some opportunities then as well. So newest girl saying we'll come to dynamics. There's empty plots everywhere. Yeah. It's new data center. Of course there is. Yeah. Uh, housing basically, you know, becoming the game's PVP. Uh, apparently. Mm. <laughs> always has been like, it's yeah. always, <laughs> it's always been rough. And this is I one, mean, this is one of those, Hey, don't know exactly how true this is, but it's damn funny. And we all know final fantasy 14 housing is a mess and has been since the dawn of final fantasy 14 housing. This coming from Hisoka on, um, on Twitter, didn't know housing had turned into a capture the point PVP zone. And if you can't read that, it's an estate profile <laughs> the name named it never gonna use this uh and the greeting is wasn't here to buy just wanted to see the pool but your free company threatened me relentlessly are you laughing now proudly paying this sub to let this rot <laughs> well i mean the, the, he could pay a sub but demolition's back on so he's got to do something with it all, every once in a while all you gotta do is walk in but that's literally all demolition in. requires you to do is walk yep. in <laughs> i know just walk into your damn house. Yeah, exactly. You just, your chat's got it. You just got to walk inside. Unreal. Like, I don't Set know. A phone reminder every month. I don't know. You'll get an email. I actually <laughs> got one. I actually no, got wow. one like very, very early when demolition and I was doing so much other shit. And I it was, they first activated demolition. You get an email that's like, hey, you have nine days or, or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. or we're going to demolish your house, so go log in. And then you walk in, and it gives you a message that auto-demolition has been canceled just by walking in. Awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> this is the level of petty you aspire to be. I don't know whose <laughs> side of this I'm on. The buyer? I'm definitely not on the free company's side, right? Like, that's oh, just no. dumb to me. But people that's do it rude. all the time. I kind of... To me, this is kind of a W for the buyer. Like, I want to be, this is really <laughs> petty and passive aggressive. And I want to feel for like some other free company or person that really wanted to buy a plot and now can't in because this plot's taken, uh, assuming there are no other plots available. This is also a large house. I should have pointed yeah, that out. Yeah, I should have yeah. pointed that out. It is large. Yeah. <laughs> Only a few of those. They're scarce. I mean, 
this is this does kind of slap around people that had nothing to do with the fight, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some there's some casualties that did not mean to be casualties. They got <laughs> caught in the crossfire. Yeah. But damn, is that a great estate profile placard? <laughs> it is. I love it. I love it. Good times. All right, let's talk about other Square Enix news here. Um. Oh. We got a, a concert that's actually never been um, uh, to America. Excuse me, I'm starting to burp. The one and only official piano concert from Final Fantasy is coming to America in March of this year. And you can check out the dates uh, and locations on their site. The, the usual suspects abound. and It ranges anywhere from March 3rd through uh, March 30th, so the entire month. San Francisco, L.A., Dallas, Miami, blah, blah, blah. The closest it gets to me, gang, is Philly. I think that's the closest to you, too, Kronos? Yeah. Uh, Tark, what's, yeah. what's the closest one to you? Vegas, but it's like 12-hour drives. I'd have to do a flight. It's not happening. Oh, man. I, I really would not mind seeing this. Uh, the, and for the first time in America, you're going to hear Valse di Fantastica from Final Fantasy XV, actually supervised by uh, Yoko Shimomura, and A New Horizon, the Tavnazian Archipelago music from Final Fantasy XI. Oh, Hitoshi Sakamoto, and a bunch of other classics that have been performed here in various uh concerts i would absolutely love to go have you guys ever like gone to distant worlds or the mages it don't count uh like going to fan fest or anything like that where the mages perform i'm talking about the the, the specific touring concerts have you ever been to one Kronos? i've been to two distant worlds and i've seen oh, the black jealous. mages play before they broke up so i've seen nobuo live nice which uh, was pretty awesome. And then I've seen two distant worlds, both in North Carolina. So not that far from me. Yeah, they are going to be in Minneapolis, newest girl. I might have to find a way to do a business trip. My my day job's <laughs> corporate office is in Minneapolis. So I might have to be like, hey. Fly me out. I got a meeting. <laughs> what meeting? Uh, meeting you. Uh, what? Yeah, I need to meet you. We need to talk. Oh, it's over. I need, we, we need, need to, to talk, but at least I, once. Right, we need to talk, but I also have to leave early that day. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to fly to Minneapolis. <laughs> we'll have a meeting, but I need it to end an hour and a half early. <laughs> Tark, ever been? No, I mean, I've obviously not this one, but like Distant Worlds yeah. and stuff. N never been to a Distant Worlds. I've always wanted to go to one. Just never had the opportunity. I'm just, I'm hoping to get FanFest seconds so I can see the primals. So. <laughs> I'll smell uh, that one down first, I guess. Distant Worlds finally comes. You see, Pittsburgh's a weird city. Like, for a long time, we, before the PPG Paints Arena was built years ago, we had just the Civic Arena, and it was such an outdated facility that most concerts skipped us because they didn't have the, the tech inside the building that most of the concerts expected to be part of the regular tech package. So it was either the concert brings it with them or they don't come. And so they didn't come. <laughs> so yeah, that's we, how it is here. We still got so. concerts, no doubt, big concerts. But there was like Taylor Swift didn't stop here, right? You know, now she <laughs> yeah. now she will. Carrie Underwood did not stop here. Now she's actually coming up at the PPG Paints. Um, yep, yeah, Boise's not a, a premier destination, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're not like Las Vegas, New York, Chicago, and then 
Boise, fucking Idaho. (laughs) (laughs) They don't really stop in Richmond that much either. I mean, we have the Coliseum. Uh, Wrestling was really popular here when I was growing up. Like wrestling was all all the time. Yeah, wrestling never stopped coming to Pittsburgh. It always is here. WWE is always freaking here. They stopped doing uh, pay-per-views here. Uh, they they are looking, I think, at doing a future one here now, with the, okay. the arena. But I, I think the bigger ones now they doing like straight up arenas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I've seen Distant Worlds. They actually came through probably about uh, six years ago, five or six years ago, something like that. And they performed at our symphony orchestra building in the in the cultural district uh, district downtown. It was such a great concert. I I, I bought all of the CDs that I didn't have. Because there were mm. like it's unless I wanted to order them online uh, and pay a little bit of a premium plus shipping, it was like I found the one and three or whatever it was from Distant Worlds, and I'm like I have those on the shelf, and I went to the concert and they were all there, and it was just like straight cash, homie, and I was like, yep. I get you, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I did that too. I, I did the same thing the first time I went. Just yeah. fill all the gaps right from the concert. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah. So yeah, piano concert coming to America in March. Don't think I'm going to get to see it, but whatever. Hey, uh, I'm not going to review. We're not going to review this whole list, but keeping on Final Fantasy, we did talk last week about a game site's top ten Final Fantasy games of all time list and how they had <laughs> Final Fantasy 13 at the top of it. Um, and they story, were they yeah. were more focused on story. To be fair, their list was not like all-encompassing it was more focused on story well destructoid put out their list timothy montbleu uh put out the 10 best final fantasy games ranked so this is all encompassing and gents i gotta tell you final fantasy 13 doesn't make the list at all (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't make timothy's list at all and again i don't know if this is just timothy or if this is the staff and you know timothy wrote it whatever the case may be 13 doesn't make the list at all. Uh, who did? The very first Final Fantasy comes in at 10. Uh, FF12 in the ninth spot. FF10 in the eighth spot. And now we also see some differences here where they're willing to include MMOs as Final Fantasy 14 comes in at number seven. Final Fantasy 4, Tark's favorite, comes in at six. Final Fantasy V at five. <laughs> uh-huh. Final Fantasy Seven at number four. At number four. Interesting. So I'm going to stop there. You Have you guys looked at the list? I looked at it when you posted I looked it. At yeah. it. Oh, okay, so you both looked. Then never mind. I should have yeah. put a note not to look. Because <laughs> now that I've already given you Final Fantasy Four is on the list, Final Fantasy Seven is at the fourth spot, Final Fantasy Twelve is on there. When we get to the top three, and you know that they're also including other things, Final Fantasy fourteen, who's in the top three then? Who's still missing? I think number one is pretty obvious when you see the rest of the list. Final Fantasy VI is the big one that's missing, right? We already had four. We already had seven. Final Fantasy VI is at the number one spot. Final Fantasy Tactics, number two, and Final Fantasy IX, the quote-unquote throwback Final Fantasy, in the number three spot. What do you think of this list, Tark? Yours coming in a little lower than you, I would know, personally would like. But what about the rest of the list? 
you know, as, as a ranking, four is in the same spot I would have it actually. So it would be for me, uh, from one to one to six, you got six tactics, seven, 10, and 14. And then four would be number I'm, six. I'm not going <laughs> to, to count, not only saying the list is ass, but highlighting it um, <laughs> in chat. <clears throat> I don't know if I should comment <clears throat> on the confusingness of your favorite Final Fantasy of all time not being number one on your list of best Final Fantasy games of all time. <laughs> so what can be my favorite and what can objectively be on my number one can be two totally all different right. things. All right. I'm going to actually side with Tark on his been sitting here, actually. I think that no. that's a very true point. I, I think agree. Best I agree. But I wanted him to say it, not me. I didn't. Okay. okay. That's why I posed the question. I think he's dead on. I have some favorite games that are absolutely fucking terrible. Oh, me too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all I, do. Yeah, I yeah. have some amazing movies that if you come uh, over, I'm going to make you watch, and you're going to wonder yeah, why I love them. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for they're, sure. They're, what do they call that? Um, So bad it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. That's I, I don't think the list is terrible. It does definitely doesn't coincide with one. I think it. I honestly think it's weird having tactics on there. Uh, it, you, it throws you, a wrench in it, I guess. It, I, I think it's infinitely better than the last list. Oh, it's one hundred percent better than the last list. Um, there's I still, do I still agree with the with it, like the first Final Fantasy being on here. I have a feeling that's more of just like a nod. Oh, absolutely. That game's not that good. Yeah, because it's, it's not a yeah. great. It's not great. It's not yeah. great. There are actual better versions of one in the mainline series. Thirteen is a better game than Final Fantasy One. I'll say it. It is. I, yeah, I can get behind that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, to Callan Chad actually points out Final Fantasy Three being a better one, and and I don't disagree with that. And apparently, neither does the author reading the comments. I can't help it. I love this janky game. While some consider Final Fantasy Three to be the better NES title. Final Fantasy 1 is so charming and basic that I find myself replaying it every few years. It's right up there with Dragon Quest as a palate cleanser to fit between complex games with nuanced game systems. It's not a great way to get into the series nowadays, but every RPG fan should get knocked down by Garland at least once. The real question I mean, is, what version do you play? So it's more of a fine. nod. It's a, it's a nostalgia thing, yeah. and like it's like it because it's like the OG thing. It's not because yeah. it's good. Yeah, which is why it wouldn't be like if I was making best a best Final Fantasy list because when you use the word best, yeah, yeah. I feel like then you're taking into account of like what's the best game, not what's the games that everybody should play because that's also a different list. Like I don't know, it's it's you know, like you know, like for, I mean, this is a different series, but like Goldeneye, right? Probably like one of the best first person shooters ever made. Nobody should play that game today. Just don't. <laughs> Because it's like nostalgia at its finest. Because when you go play that game, it's actually not good anymore. It, it's but like you it's know been if you pass, let's say that. But if but if you played uh, it back in like 1998, see. it was awesome. I disagree with you on that front. You got to play GoldenEye. 60. You have to. You have to play GoldenEye. I mean, yeah, there's that remake coming out. Uh, yeah, the 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 original still holds up. It was pioneering as far as the control scheme, and that control scheme is still used in most 
uh, FPSs today. Have you, when's the last time you played it, Mike? Oh, it's not like something I whip it out and just play every night, but I'm not going to tell somebody, nah, don't play it. Just appreciate it for its history. I feel like most people that say what you're saying have not played Goldeneye in the last decade. Oh, I've played Goldeneye within the last 10 years. Far, far in the last 10 years. My my son, Torchwick, as he's grown through his teens, is very retro gaming, so I've introduced him to all of them. I love that game in 1998. It was awesome. OG ran at like 12 FPS. Get out of here. I don't care. Go play it. Don't listen to any of these guys. Go play it. <laughs> Go play it. Speaking of best game ever, Forspoken came out this week. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that the word we're supposed to be using? Yeah. yeah. Or, uh. <laughs> uh, the reviews. Like, I, like the word is meh. I will tell you meh. what, man. The reviews are absolutely mediocre. Mixed. The, they're, Mixed. Just, they're just mediocre AF. Uh, mediocre. On the PlayStation 5, critics giving it a 67 right now with 72 reviews. Users with over 400 reviews clocking in at a 3.7. We'll come back to that in just a second. On the PC, uh, critics really aren't posting <laughs> reviews for it yet. One did. they just got their codes today. Yeah. <laughs> One did, and they gave it a 50, so it has no meta score yet. Users based on over 100 ratings put the PC version at a two. So, I mean, the PlayStation 5 is almost double. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Probably a more stable experience. Almost double. Here's the thing I'm Uh. seeing, though. I'm not seeing it's a terrible game. It's awful. Don't play it. It's like everything I'm seeing. Like, okay, first off, setting aside PC issues, we'll come back to that in a second. That's a different reason to give it a bad review on the PC in in my book. But the people that have been able to play it at stable rates on PC or PlayStation 5 and played it are like, eh. Eh. It's very little character development. The writing is kind of basic. Feels like maybe, you know, a teenage fan fiction type level of fantasy writing and and character and plot development but there's been worse in the fantasy world there's been better in the fantasy world and there are worse worse ways to kill 15 hours if you want to just buzz through the story and 25 to 30 hours if you want to do a bunch of side stuff along the way the bunch of side stuff may be repetitive and very similar even if the environments change but like everything is just a resounding meh Meh. It's a call. You will say that even your weaker backup PC, you ran into no issues so far. You're in the performance seems fine for you. Yeah, you're in the minority on that one. Uh, Just go look at the online reviews. The PC performance is getting slammed up and down the board. Up and down the board from people with claiming high-end specs and, and equipment, having frame rate issues if anything is moving on screen, to the game flat out just crashing and not running in some circumstances. The reviews for PC on Metacritic, Steam, you know, everything are l- just lambasting this for being another Square Enix PC port, of which all three of us predicted. <laughs> all yeah, crazy. It was really hard to predict. Their track record did not speak to it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't crazy. know. I think this is one I'll pick up eventually, but it's going to be an on sale thing. Yep. Yeah, um, that's where I'm at. 
yeah, everybody's in the same spot. Like, I'm in no hurry to get an average fantasy zone out and have a little bit of a collectathon fun night or two, you know. Uh, I think it's gonna have to be like 20, 30 bucks on sale, somewhere in that range. Yeah, there's yeah, like 30, and, 30, 40. And I might forget about it by the time it goes 70. on sale, to be honest. So. Yeah, there is absolutely no way that, in my mind, they can justify the $70 price tag on this one. Um, it's not good enough for that. It's not nearly high-end enough performance-wise. It's not pushing the boundaries narratively or gameplay-wise or system-wise. Like, no, it's, it, yeah, I'm, I'm a $25, $30. You, yeah, you probably got yeah, me. Right, right where you are. Yeah, because yeah, you're Square right. Enix, and I'll toss you some money, and knowing I'm getting an average, you know, two- or three-day RPG to have some fun with. It's like a tuna sandwich. It is. It's kind of like, yeah. yeah. It it does its job, but when I'm done, it's that's good to Cal. It does its job, but when you're done playing it a few weeks later, you're probably not going to remember it. Which I'm going to be fair, Tark, is actually a little better than I expected this to be. <laughs> I know, the, the, just a roller coaster for this game, and I, you know I was excited for. I've been like saying I've been excited for it for over a year, and it just kept pushing it back, pushing it back, and just made me more and more nervous, and then. The beginning of the promotional series was just like, okay, what is this? And then it started to trend upwards, and then we've seen some middling responses, and the demo didn't do it any favors, really. Mm -mm. It was like you either were going to love it already, or you were like, like it didn't push the needle either way. So it was like, eh. um, I, 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 I like the reviews, the user reviews, though, because it's either they love it, and it's a 9 and a 10, or they hate it, and it's a zero or one. There's like yeah. there's very little in between. It's stupidly, and chat, chat's talking about the same thing at the same time, except with players on Twitter, not not reviewers. Yeah, it is stupidly divisive in some places, where it's like, you know, you could be just an average okay game. Like, it's okay. That's all right. You're allowed can you to... Be, can, can, can Square Enix allow that, though? Well, exactly. I think no, this is... selling the studio. Yeah, yeah, I, think I, that's th the, I think that's the problem. I, I think, think having an average game is fine. Yep. I think this is going to be I, another one where they turn around, and even if it... Let's say it does a million copies, which I think is incredibly optimistic, but let's say it does a million copies. Square Enix is going to turn around and say, this did not meet expectations. You know, I think that's inevitable and has been since before the game came out that Forspoken is going to fail to meet expectations. Uh, yeah. As far as Square I mean, Enix. I mean, if this is a tuna sandwich, I don't know what Guardians of the Galaxy was, but that was a failure, and that won awards. Yeah. And, so. and Newest Girl's right. Luminous can't afford an okay title aligned with Square Enix right now. They needed which, a slam dunk, and this isn't it. Yeah, yeah. which brought, brings me to, like, do we think that maybe this is Luminous Studios and the engine's last foray? Are, they, are we not going to see a Luminous production anymore? I don't 15 I don't right out of the gate wasn't all that great and they had to dump a lot of money to get that into a Yeah, but good they've day. always been willing to throw money after the mainline Final Fantasy numbers to I, rescue I them as like... much as they can see Final Fantasy 14. Um yeah. I I honestly think this would be dropped very quickly. Uh, I think this would be, you know, okay, we're done. They're not going to put money. Yeah. If there's things to they're they're obviously working right now to try and stabilize PC performance. That's something they just have to do. But in terms of long-term support, no. I I honestly, it's only been out for what, a day and a half, but yeah. I I see this being forgotten by many very quickly. 
including yeah. Square, and I don't know where that leaves Luminous. Kronos, am I, am I crazy? My nuts. No, I, th I think that's probably mostly spot on. I think there's also probably something to be said about like the way it was marketed toward Western audiences. They might see that as kind of like a failure to backtrack on some of that stuff. Yeah, this that's, was a, that's it, always this game was made for the West, right? That's always this was a Square, Square Enix's game default, though. That's, yeah, I'm just know. saying that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, I think. Uh, but... Yeah, and what about all those mark those games you marketed directly at Japan and China to get that mobile gotcha money that closed within 13 months or less? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Those were probably geared towards a Western audience too. Square. Those were probably. <laughs> no, that's why they failed. If they had a, if they had a. Even though they NFTs, weren't ever released here. This project. What's that? If they had attached NFTs to this, I would have saved that project. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Oh my god. The CEO is all aboard on that. Let's go. Oh my god. I, okay, <laughs> I do have to put a caveat on this last bit of Forspoken news. This is yeah. what I'm going to show you, and we're going to talk about briefly. Is not new every game does going it. on for years every movie <laughs> does it every tv show does it basically anything that tries to get you to buy into it does it some have done it subtly some haven't needed to do it as much because the quotes meant what the quotes meant but right now we're watching forspoken's launch trailer which includes quotes from a number of media outlets. Now, having I'm going to tell you how this typically works from the background because we get this over at MMO Bomb. We'll do a first look video or a uh, an editorial write up of a game. We don't do like strictly one through ten reviews, uh, but we do say positive and negative things about games. Review style. We just don't assign a score in a first look video. And we will get contacted. Hey, Mike, saw your first look on X Game. We're the company behind it. And normally the email is not a surprise. I don't know who it is because I've been communicating with them to get access to the game early or whatever, PR material, stuff like that. So it comes from somebody I know. And they say, we like this quote. We would like to use this. And they'll use it in trailers or on their website in advertising banners or they'll put it in ads that they're going to sell and put on MMO sites and things like that. And typically what happens, they will give me the quote that they want to use. They will ask, can we use it? Can we attribute it to MMO Bomb as a direct quote? Um, and do we have your permission to use it in X, Y, and Z, which maybe includes videos, marketing materials, ads, etc. There is no payment compensation for this. I have never, I'm not saying nobody's ever been bribed or paid or anything. There might be contractual <laughs> agreements with bigger sites where they are paid, but I have never been even offered payment or a reward for doing so. It's just a, we want to use this. Are you okay with it? Yes or no. I have said yes to every single one except one. I'm not going to tell you who, but they oh. tried to do what is done in the Forspoken trailer here, where they took the a portion of something that was said and by itself, it presented an idea that was almost the exact opposite of the idea I had expressed if you read the full quote. And so I declined. Context. I declined to let them use it. I said no. Every other time, they've never, I've never been bamboozled where I'm like, this is impressively bad. And they put impressively, mmobomb.com. <laughs> you know, that's, 
that's never happened uh, to me. So besides the one that tried to do it, and I said no. Well, it seems that's what's going on here with Forspoken, as Nick Verge on Twitter decided to uh, look into, um, and it was based off of Derek Liu's research, uh, (laughs) where there's uh, some... (laughs) Quotes in here, and again, everybody does this, but to what degree is what you got to be careful for. You know, ad men and women get paid to get your attention. Beautiful comes from a preview, uh, from uh, is quoted in the trailer for as belonging to Distractify. That wasn't written in a review, <laughs> that was written in a December preview of Forspoken. And it wasn't saying that the Forspoken was, in fact, beautiful at the time, but it had the potential to be a beautiful story-driven game that will pull at your heartstrings with each new chapter. It was a preview, right? It has the potential to be a beautiful story-driven game. And Sarah Belcher, who did the review, was reached out to by Kotaku, and they, they were asking about this. And Sarah said, yeah, Square Enix did ask for permission to use the quote, and we approved it. In our actual review, which came later, Sarah says she did actually refer to the game as beautiful. That was her opinion of the game's world since the preview, which is why she didn't personally feel that the, this particular quote is out of context. And then she said, hey, we, we don't charge for use of quotes and promotional materials. So, okay. Okay. But then there's Game Informer in the trailer calling the game... Impressive. (laughs) (laughs) The problem there is that that word doesn't even show up in any hands-on preview that Game Informer did. (laughs) But a news write-up. It was a news write-up coming from Sony's State of Play show where Game Informer said, phrase traversal abilities are impressive, allowing for fast movement in and out of combat, both in aerial and aquatic situations. That was a news write-up of what the trailer they showed back at the Sony State of Play, where they said her abilities, are traversal abilities are impressive. And they just used the word impressive in the trailer. Game Informer did actually review the game and gave it a middling 7.5 out of 10, but at nowhere in that review is the word impressive. Instead, they said the main protagonist phrase overall adventure is not without its highlights. <laughs> <coughs> it's just funny sometimes, Kronos. It's just funny. Yeah, I mean, it's like a te- technically it's correct. <laughs> But like you know, yeah. There's no context to those. You know, <laughs> no context that are at all. Yeah. On the screen, but how dare the internet take things out of context? But yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it looks really I, bad. I, I don't even call it bad. It's just like, yeah, that's just. I mean, you could make what this... happens. Like I, I've seen this with movies for oh, decades. Yeah, for sure. Like for sure. this isn't nothing new. The fact that Kotaku's making such a huge deal out of this, I was like. Whatever, guys. I feel it's... like this trailer would be good without the text in it. To be honest, I think it's a pretty cool trailer. Yeah, uh, and I think it would have just like been fine on its own. I like like of, I, I need to go I look know. at the mobile mobile syrup one because it just says blast. Like what? <laughs> if you want, <laughs> well, if you want, it's the very it's last one. It just at says least, like 
this <laughs> thing's a blast or something like that. It's like <laughs> at least none of it's like impressively bad. Like you know, they just took like <laughs> the, the first an part, absolute but... blast. <laughs> okay, of what? An absolute blast. Of yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this one character gets hit by an absolute blast of dragon fire. An absolute blast! They said it! <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been, this is like getting hit with an absolute blast of cold water. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I have to go read yeah, Mobile Serum's take it. on it, see, what, see how that fits in. I just thought it was funny to bring it to the show. I don't want to beat him up too badly for this. All the ad agencies <laughs> do this. Uh, but some of these, like... The word impressive wasn't in Game Informer's review at all. <laughs> at all. It was a news article about the Sony State of Play preview trailer. <laughs> and it was talking about her move. To promote your game. It was talking about her move <laughs> capabilities on the map, not even like, hey, that trailer was impressive. <laughs> like, <laughs> nope. Uh, Avengers disassemble. We're done. Yay. We're done. Well, almost. We're almost there. Almost. All official support ends on September 30th for Marvel's Avengers. It's getting its last new content patch on March 31st of this year. Uh, earlier than that, uh, or starting on the 31st, um, you'll no longer be able to make purchases in the game's marketplace. Everything in there, if you have credits, will be transferred into in-game currency, and then everything in the cash shop can be purchased there. There's still leaving i guess this is a good thing if you enjoy the game right the single player multiplayer will stay on it's not shutting down it's just going into maintenance mode so september 30th no official support for the game at all and after march 31st no new content patches coming which is sad i guess for some fans because then material got data mined on two heroes that were in development but we'll never see the light of day so This I'll is, miss uh, upgrading the Hulk's rib cage. That's just, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. This is the sound of three men terribly shocked. Uh, overdue. That's my keyword. Overdue. I'm honestly <laughs> amazed it made it this long. But I, so that rumor wasn't true then, right? The rumor we talked about a month or so ago was by the end of the year they were going to announce that that was the case. They waited till the end of January to announce it instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they waited a month just to screw with us. Uh, and finally, Dragon Quest is shutting down. Oh, I, I, I guess I should be more specific. Yeah, clarify. Context. Dragon Quest, the adventure of Die, a hero's bonds, is closing down over the next two months here. Uh, April 26th, it will no longer be playable. If you have no idea what we're talking about, uh, then you missed our show <laughs> where we reviewed every live service that has lasted 14 months or less but got tons of money in the process that you now cannot do anything with from Square Enix. Uh, you missed that show, and you should go back. This is another one. This is another one. This launched September 2001. So this one, I guess, if you want to be technical, made it 16 months by the, to the announcement and we'll have made it 18 months before the actual shutdown. So that's a little better than the half dozen games that have already done this. We would like to offer our sincere thanks to all of our players for your comments and supports up until now. However, following discussions on the challenges and practicalities of delivering the same standard in the future, we've made a very difficult decision to end the service, a.k.a. we're not, you know, it's, it's done. It made its money. Oh, 2000, did I say 2001? No, 2021 is when it came out. Yeah, 2021. 2021. 
So yet another one bites the dust. Let's go do Love It or Leave It. That's, that's, there's a <laughs> If you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much. Love It or Leave It is the way we end every episode of The Relic Grind here. It's where I give you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, a feature in a game, something in a press release that they've done. And I ask the panel whether you love it, want more of it, or leave it, throw it away, never to be seen again. Gentlemen, I'm going to get a little esoteric on you. We're not going to talk about a game. We're not going to talk about a press release. We're not going to talk about Forspoken, even. Even though it just came out. I'm going to ask you right now. We talked about some goofy news with the way Square handles live services and how they should never, ever, right now, be trusted with a live service. Not to screw you over in a very short amount of time. And the selling of Western Studios. And the encouragement in NFTs. All of the goods and bads, Square Enix stock right now, if you were a shareholder, Tark, would you love it and hang on to it, or would you leave it and it's time to sell? As a shareholder? You're an existing right this shareholder moment. at this exact right this moment. moment. You have right a, now I'm, I'm You have selling. a not inconsiderable investment there. Do you love it and hold on to it? Knowing that Final Fantasy 16 oh. comes out later this year, Final Fantasy oh. 14 is heading into a 10-year anniversary, this year is the 35th anniversary, if you're a really connected shareholder that's not involved in insider trading like other Square Enix employees, <laughs> maybe you know some of those things on the rumor list are true or not, you've got yeah, a lot of buzz. If anybody wants any information. 16 is going to sell. 16 is going to sell like crazy. It is. It is. Do you love the stock enough to keep it and weather through that, or do you leave it right now? I guess from a stock perspective, like right now, things can't be any lower, which is the oh, time you want to buy, can. right? Yeah, they can, and they have right? been for Square, so I don't think you want to okay, go far well, down, down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm just saying the future looks bright, at least for 2023. So right now, I guess I would have to say now's a good time to buy for the future because the yeah i didn't want to give you the perspective right. of somebody that didn't own stock because i think you know you you go hey final Fantasy's right around 16 is right around the corner of course you buy and then you sell right after that i'm saying yes. you're an existing <laughs> shareholder you've come this far do you ride it out yeah if you if you dump right now you're taking a loss in my opinion so um you hold on you weather the storm maybe you buy a little more because you know this next year and if you know a little extra buy, buy even more i mean that's been okay right what you like, got chronos love it up. or leave it existing shareholder I, I, I mean i i think i would say love it and just sell it after rebirth comes out so wait Fair. through like 16 and then the remake and then just sell after that because after that well after I think that you at, have expansion at at well maybe but after <laughs> that you're also probably in nft land so yeah I would probably say love it right now, but I'm pro I'm getting out after Rebirth comes out. All right, so like once it so, hits that beat. so you got Tark hanging on, you got you to hanging on to Rebirth. Both love it, but Kronos, you're a little less love. It's kind of like you know, I love the idea of us. I don't know if I love us. You know, 
it's like what? a it's like one of those weird relationships. We're not ready to call it off, but I'm not exactly sure where this is going. Um, <laughs> Faye's ready for the uh, stream after the show, and I just see her nodding in Discord. Yep, yep, yep. Son of a bitch. Yep. <laughs> uh, I I think I'm gonna phrase mine in I love it short term, I leave it long term. Obviously, in the short term, yeah, you've got Rebirth, you've got Final Fantasy 16, you've got some other odds and ends, whether it's that full crazy rumor list or maybe just a piece or two of it. Uh, those are all good things that are going to bump. I honestly think what you're probably hoping for most, if I'm an existing, not insubstantial stockholder, 16, Rebirth, 14 to do its thing. Maybe you pick up one or two of those rumors on the list as just gravy. And then the company is sold. I think like that's what you're like. I if you believe that they're gonna be bought, then you love it until they are bought. <laughs> like <laughs> you hang on, baby, Fair. until Fair. they are bought. If that's what you believe. Um, if sold, who buys it? We've had that conversation before. I think most of us believe Sony would be the most likely one, but they're in a challenging position to do so right now, having acquired Bungie. Um, so. Yeah, go back a couple episodes. I think we talked about that. So, yeah, I'm going to love it short term, love it, maybe even medium term, long term. I don't like their overall strategy where the company wants to go, even though they're not exactly there or going there quickly right now. Long term, I think I leave it. Let us know what you think in the comments below. And, of course, chime in on every wonderful topic we've had today. And if you're, ta if you're playing Forspoken, let us know your reviews. Is it, is, is it right around the average mark that everybody's putting it? And, in fact, should you, as somebody who's never played GoldenEye, go play <laughs> GoldenEye oh on the N64? Yeah, you could yell at me after. <laughs> yeah, go, yell go at him in the it, comments. Then go play Perfect Dark afterwards. But, chat, don't better. go do that right now. Because right after this show, we're going to have Faye Death. She's coming back in with another stream. What's up, Faye? How are you? What up? I'm well. How about you? Have you played Goldeneye? I have. And you absolutely should do that. And I advocate multitasking. Good. Good. So, Takao yeah. giving Forspoken a rating of tuna sandwich out of 10. I think that's, that's, that's fair. What are you playing today, Faye? Uh, we are back to the punishing world of Icewind Dale because I finally started to figure it out last week. Now it's fun. <laughs> Baron, I love that, those games. Baron wants to know what's your favorite jank game, uh, Faye. We were talking about all having guilty pleasures. We didn't get into ours. We'll get into them on another show, I guess. But what is your favorite, like, jank-ass, <laughs> God, nobody likes this game oh. but me? Oh, y'all already know the answer to that. It's Anthem. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's wow. that's pretty jank. Yeah, I, yeah I, I have the best one. Yes, it is absolutely. I don't think I care to know you anymore. <laughs> My God, I, Anthem. This. Anthem we outlasted this Avengers. See, think about that. Uh huh. Anthem was born first and will die last. Uh -huh. <laughs> you can still play <laughs> Anthem. The Highlander of jank. <laughs> For now. Oh man. All right, Icewind Dale, don't go anywhere, chat. Give us a few minutes to just switch things over and get Faye set up. We'll, of course, be back next Thursday with an episode of The Relic Grind, 7 p.m. Eastern here on twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Don't miss Gaming Gumbo, our weekly gaming wrap-up Saturday. That podcast is also at 7 p.m., so just two days from now. Until the next Relic Grind, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Yeah, all Twitter all the time. This weekend's going to be pretty exciting, so I'm starting Ultimate and 
I get to watch hopefully a good football game yeah. or hopefully two good football games. Hopefully, hopefully. Mm. Tark. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkov Gaming, and on Saturday nights here on Ready Check Radio. Uh, this weekend, I'll be finishing uh, Voice of Cards, the Forspoken Maiden. Wow. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there, Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at MMO. Bo- God. <sighs> I'm not on the Always Online podcast. That's tomorrow. At Ready to RC Radio. You'll know every time we go live with a stream or a podcast. Until next time, I love you all. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers later. Radio. Stunningly moronic. <laughs>